Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome Sidebar Cindy with me Cindy Swift and Sale and this evening we're speaking about femicides. The question I'm asking you is have you lost um, a loved one at the hands of their partner? Sidebar with Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9 Kaya FM 95.9, you're listening to the home of the Afropolitan and um, Cindy Siwefansel is me. And we have Sidebot Cindy streaming live on Kaya TV. So do tune into kayatv.co.za. And this evening's topic is a very serious topic. It's an important topic. And um, we're speaking about femicide. I'm joined in studio by um, Umam Matlodi Angelina Mugwetla, Mugwetla, um, popularly known as Angie Mugwetla. And she wrote a beautiful book, very sad, sad book called Femicide, A Family Relives Its Pain. And I'm also joined in studio by Unta Tetsepo Mugwena, um, who's the uncle of Garabo Mugwena. Her story made headlines a few years ago. She was she was murdered by her, her boyfriend. And we're speaking about how their lives have been changed forever by what has happened to their loved ones. We'll be taking your calls on 86 The hashtags on social media, Saipart Cindy, and the other hashtag is KFM Talk. So I'd like to say thank you very much for joining me tonight. Um, I'm Angie and Ndati Mukwena. Thank you. Thank you. So I'll start off with um, Angie and I'll start off with um, just a bit of your background. I know that um, you came from a, a colored township. You So you grew up in, a, in, in an area where your township was 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 split into two, and I think when I read that, the reality of what apartheid did to South Africa mm. really struck me. Mm. You know, mm. I'm 43. I was born in Zimbabwe. My mom and my my mom and her family had moved there from South Africa. Okay, but you don't really and un- you don't really understand how serious things were until you read them the way you described them. Mm. You know, a township is split. Different names are given. There's an, the African side. There's a coloured side, and that's just it. You guys mm, must live that mm, side. You guys must live that side. Mm. Tell me a bit about that experience. Oh, okay. No, um, when the calls start coming in. Okay. Now, I was born in Madubulaville, mm-hmm. as it was known then. A very mixed, very nice, small township, you know. I used to say you could walk from street to street in one day. And then with group areas, uh, we were then moved. But... I come from a very interesting family, and I always say that's a, a story for another book, because my mother was very fair. My mother was very, very, very light in complexion. Mm. And as we were growing up, the coloured ladies in the township used to say, "But why don't you become coloured? Because you look like us." Mm. And becoming coloured was very common during the day and beneficial during those because, days. Because yes, and then there were, and 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 then the colours did not carry a. Uh, ID book. They had an ID card. They didn't not, not have the Dombas. So Dombas they had a mm. little green ID card. So it was... So my mother then changed. Chose to become colored mm. like many other uh, families. And then we moved when the, when the township got moved. And my mother was actually very reluctant. We were amongst the last houses to move our houses was then covered by weeds on all sides because most people had, had moved by then eventually she agreed and we were moved to to mm-hmm. and i th- 
that's where the dysfunctionality came in because I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about what happens, but you can see what's happening in the Western Cape. Mm. You can see what's happening in Westbury. I'm not saying that African townships are better, but mm. things seem to be a bit worse in this so-called because colored people that are clued up don't want to be called colored. Mm. They will say so-called colored, but there are those who uh, you know, you know, and, and we don't mix very easily. But anyway, that is the story. So we went, we then moved to Tukis. So mm. when I say I am going home like this Saturday, I will be in Tukonsres talking about femicide to a whole group, including a group called Wawa, Women Against Women Abuse. However, when I talked to my publisher, Dr. Uh, Judith Lamini mm. from Spiso Publishers, she said, you know what? We must stop this thing of women talking amongst themselves. So now, instead of talking, because we, we initially I thought we would do intergenerational dialogue sessions. Yes. And she said, let's rather call them intergender so that the men also come in, the young men in particular, the fathers must come and this in. Is, and this is why I'm happy that we have Undatim Gwena yes. here, because his organization, Boys to Men, speaks yes. to, 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 to yes. young men. Yes, You see, the fathers must come and listen to how we propose that boys should be brought up. Mm. And then the young men themselves should come. Because, you know, like Utajuma Diba said, you can be taught to hate and you can also be taught to love. Mm. So young men can come Specialization and, and, makes a very big and hear about the damage. It's not just femicide. It's just gender-based violence in general. Mm. Just abuse in general. It is very, very destructive. We are destroying the young men of this country. You know why? Because they grow up around violence. I heard a young man say, It's high time and I always say, Mam Njoguti, you can't do what you don't know, right? Yes. So if you grow up in an environment where, you know, women get beaten up, your your father beats up um, your mom, or your uncle beats up his wife or his partner, that's all you know. Not just inside the house. Sorry mm. to interrupt. Mm. Not just inside the house. In the environment. Mm. No, that's and you know the other thing. Tina Abomama Nashatisa Sitisilaya Abantuan as Balaisia Babulal. Because then we say to the young woman, Umabuila, Wamagueta Aguko divorce. And you spoke about this in your book. You spoke yes. about the, 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 the shame of being a returned soldier. Yes, yes. It is very, very dangerous. And then we also say, Indota Aibuzo. You know, we take the man. He's sitting there, by the way, mm. with his new wife. We take him, we put him on the pedestal. Mm. And then we say silly things like It drives me berserk yeah. we must And stop, we need to change that We must stop that language Even the songs that we sing at weddings uh, There's a song uh, uh, You know, I'll give an example Rubbish And you know, Mom Angie I'm, At one stage of the book You said that your then husband Threatened to kill you and for you, that was 
it. That was now my my nieces. Now, oh, so, so so your niece made a decision after what your family had gone yes. through. That I I'm not. Niece, I have a niece, very clever girl, and I love her to bits. But but she's clever because of what your family went through. That you it took she those got scared. those two painful experiences to help her make the decision that she made. And yes. and I suppose you and I'm happy that you've written this book because. We don't want anyone to have to go through what your family went through mm. to make decisions that save their lives. In four years' time, two women. Huh? Short space of time. But you know my mother? My mother was so blessed. My mother was a praying woman. My mm. mother passed away in 2000. And, mm. This girl, lo, 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 Antoinette, was my mother's lad lamichi, my mother's baby, 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 baby child. She would have died. But my mother passed away in 2000, 2001. She follows. In fact, one of her friends, when she came at Osidisa, she said, you know what? I saw you mourn your mother, but you did it in such a way, you know, it wasn't as painful. Because my mother was 84 when she passed away. Oh, but it still hurts. Oh, it's, Yeah, it still it's hurts, still but hurt. you still say she lived her life. This one, we were crazy. Especially because we had to go and fetch the children at these flats that were so scary. Oh, so scary. We could hardly see where we were going. Because in those flats, right up to now, if I took get, took you there tomorrow, still the same. Young Sebens are gonna mind. I worked at Helen Joseph Hospital, uh-huh. I worked at Rahima Musa Hospital. Yes. And that um the Westbury area, the Newlands area is very it is very it's dark. The windows are broken. It is the most depressing place. That's where my mother's child went to live. Mm-hmm. Following love, she thought. Well, you know, somewhere in the book you do mention that it's not written on anyone's forehead that this person is a killer. I mean, mm-hmm. you said how it was difficult for you to go to weddings mm-hmm. because you're thinking, what, what's going to happen to that woman? What if her partner mm-hmm. ends up killing her? Mm-hmm. Scary, scary. That when we bring up our beautiful girls, we are bringing them up to be victims of murder. Femicide is just plain murder. I think, I think in fact, by calling it femicide, it is murder. It is the killing of a woman by a partner. And what makes it very sad is that this woman that dies thought she was in love. My mother told my sister, this man is going to kill you. Oh. And she used to say, but you people don't understand how much I love her. And she kept going back and back and she came out in a coffin. Mm. That's what happens. And then, and then the aftermath, the, 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 the damage that's wreaked on the family. I think when I read Crystal's, um, you know, Crystal's mm. portion, because the way your book is written, you've interviewed, um, you know, each member of the family yes. and they've related their story. And I yes. think the only person that you haven't interviewed is your sister. My sister, I could not interview. My daughter's mom, mom yes. I could not interview because I, I know the pain. She has, she's still going through that pain. Oh, 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 Dr. Judy then offered. Mm. Honestly, bless her soul, she offered. She said, I know, but the w- book will not be complete without, without her. her. Yeah, so without she went her relating all the her way story. to Kutsong in Carltonville. And she went and interviewed her. Well, just let's just come back to the story. And let's just, I think we'll start off with, with Nettie's story. Um, You know, the way you, you explained everything, she was a lot lamaki, she was cute, and then you, you know, she went to school, she was loud, she was just like the life of the party. Mm. And you know, her first marriage 
didn't work out. Mm. Then she marries this this guy that she thinks is a great is a great guy. They move to Westbury, and and very quickly the abuse starts surfacing mm. in the relationship. Mm. And the signs were there. You guys spoke to her, and mm. she still stayed. Mm. In fact, I, I think we were not fully away. Now, if you read Berin's story, yeah, that's the, she the talks second. about the abuse. Mm. She even talks and the drag about, and the drags as well, and the drags mm. and how these men used to sit on the stoop and pulling this pipe and using this bottle, and she could hear the I don't know the they would spit into the into the bucket of water. Mm. How do you bring up a child in in such a place? So, and she also talks about. Somebody beating up her uncle mm. and her dad just threw him over the balcony. Threw him mm. over the balcony, and then Yena she had found some crayons and she started writing on the wall. And her father just picked the picture up and dropped her. That is so abusive. But we didn't know. Not not. I don't think I would have been able to do anything to her. Mm. I wouldn't have been able to say to her, "Come and live with me." The way I said to to Linky, "Linky, run, take the children and come and, come and live home." With me. Mm. And I saved her life. She's alive today. She's she's written a chapter in here. She's the one that went to the prison for the for the, the parole, parole hearing, hearing mm. of this man that killed her, because they do come out on parole. Seven years. So he was sentenced to 15 years and he came out after seven years. Mm. And I think that chapter was very difficult um, because it speaks about forgiveness. And you don't think about it. You don't think that a person that is, that is you know, convicted and sentenced can come out and have a, par- a parole hearing, get to meet the family mm. and, and ask for forgiveness. Because Ujo had apologized mm. and then he blamed it on drugs. Mm. And, you know, that must have been very difficult. But you know, by then, Nina, I had already forgiven him. I forgave him the day we went to court because almost my whole family was there. For the sentencing? Yes. And when I heard of his background, he grew up rough. He grew up in... With his grandmother. He grew up in reformatories Mm. from about the age of six. And then his own mom committed suicide. Mm. He burned herself. So he had a... But, I mean, it's no excuse. But then... Then he went on to... So when we left the court, mm-hmm. I said to the family, Oh, me, I have forgiven him. Yo, 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 yo. Ah, how dare you? Forgiveness is between two people. Mm. You know, I, I, I actually felt sorry for him. And he said himself in court that this woman is the only, only woman person that... that only person mm. that ever loved me. And I went and I killed her. Hmm? And you have to pick up the pieces after that. Yes. And he's out now, and I know that he hasn't made any contact with your family since. No, he has, actually. He has, because the, the youngest son actually now lives with the dad because he is such a challenge. He's challenged all of us in the family. He was three when his mom he passed was three. away. He's now 22. Mm. Such a handsome young man. So handsome. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to guide him. I think I've found him something. He loves cooking. Okay. That's he loves baking. Okay. So he got into a, 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 a pastry chef school okay. somewhere at Maboneng. One day he stood up in class and I think he just told the teacher where to get off and didn't mince his words. So he's been kicked out. So With no chance of going back? No. They don't even want to see him. So what, what, was so not what the next first time. time? Yeah. 
um, I'm trying to 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 get a a there's a, a a young woman that I go to church with, who says she's opening up a baking school. Mm. I, I hope he's learned his lesson, and I love him too. But he knows it. He was very young when everything happened. I mean, he has he no recollection a, of whose mom is, and that's probably why he's, he's acting out. Mm. Yeah. The sisters are fine. Oh, the sisters are two ladies, my dear. They've managed to recover. They are married, doing well doing well but you carry the pain in your heart for him oh yes oh yes um berin berin says in fact she says in the book her mom used to make a joke that if you ever go to bed without washing the dishes even when i'm dead i'm gonna come back at night and wash those dishes <laughs> up to today berin will not go to bed without tidying up the kitchen because she will come back so, Mom Angie, how difficult was it for you to write Femicide? I mean, you had to speak to your family, you had to tell them what, what you had planned, you had to get them to agree to be interviewed. I didn't actually, I didn't, I didn't discuss it with them. I okay. started writing. It took me 15 years. And then I would write a chapter and then I would think, okay, I'm strong today. I'm going to continue and then I break down and then I, I leave it. Mm. And then one day I was invited during, I think it was 16 days of activism, I was invited to CIPC. Mm-hmm. C- it used to be called CIPRO. Mm. Where they register companies. companies. yes. And I thought, oh, now I'm strong. I'll take a part of... Ah, I didn't even finish that chapter. So it has been... The, even now, there are chapters that still make me weep. So it was very, very difficult. But I thank God that I did. Because you know what it has done? It has taken that pain out. I've put it out into the nation Mm -hmm. and that is why when people say please sign my book i always say thank you for sharing my family's pain Mm -hmm. it has made it 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 honestly has made the load a bit a little bit better and and it's going to bless many people i think when people read this book they'll they'll see the signs and symptoms of of dysfunctional relationships Mm -hmm. and make decisions that will that will save their lives yeah but that's not good enough I want this country to change. Well, one I one book want, at a time, Mum. Yes. This is the start. I want our young people to to be happy. When they get married, they must know. When the priest says, "Until death does you part," they must know. Not this type of death, for goodness' sake, a natural death. People must be married for fifty, fifty, sixty years, hmm? and live happily and have children and bring up sane children with the proper values right now i don't know i don't know what we are bringing up because it's a vicious children see violence they become violent Mm -hmm. and look we'll have that we'll have to intervene at whether at an individual level at a community level at a school level Mm. all of us have to pull together to make a difference yes but and i don't know somehow this year somehow this year even the president is now taking serious, serious. He's put aside one point something billion mm. to fight gender-based violence and violence against children. Mm. That is another very soft spot because as a, as a, as a, a commissioner, yeah, of the hum- I, I the am in charge Council. of child rights. Mm. So violence against children touches me. So we'll be back after this break. We'll be taking your calls on 086-00-0959. When we come back, I'll be chatting to Undate Tsepo Mugwena, who is um, related, the uncle of Karabu Mugwena. Mm. And he also has an organization 
mada.org.za. It's called, it's called Boys to Men, but you can go to it at mada.org.za and he'll be telling us, um, you know, why he formed that organization and the work that, um, he'll, he's planning on doing. And of course, he'll be sharing, you know, some of the story of what the Mukuna family went through after, um, Garabo was, was murdered by, by her, by her boyfriend. But keep watching on kaya.tv.co.za and keep listening. I'll be back after this. Because a conversation a day is exactly what the doctor ordered. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9. You're listening to the home of the Afropolitan with me, Cindy Suefan Sale. And this evening, it's a Wednesday. So every Wednesday, we stream live on kayatv.co.za. And this is why, um, you know, you're able to watch us. And on Sidebar with Cindy tonight, we're speaking about femicide. And um, I'm joined in studio by Mama Angie Magwetla, who wrote a book, um, Femicide. So you must please get a copy. It's a, it's a, it's a very touching book where she relates um, her family's pain. So they've lo- they lost two family members in the space of four years to femicide. And I'm also joined in studio by Undate um, Tepo Mugwena, who's the uncle of Garabo Mugwena, who was murdered um, a few years ago by her boyfriend. So in the second um, um, segment of the show, we'll be chatting to Tate Mugwena about how his family... Um, has dealt with what has happened, what, what happened to Garabo, and mm-hmm. and just what has happened in, in the past few years. We'll also be chatting about his organisation, which um, is helping um, young men, young boys and men, and it's called. Um, if you want to go to the website, it's mada.org.za, and and you know hear what work he's doing. So I'm glad that you're here, Ndati Mukwena, as I said earlier on, to discuss this very. Um, Challenging topic. I mean, you know, we've just heard Umama NG relate what her family went through, um, and I'm sure your family is still is still you know recovering, and and it's not, not even a recovery because you don't ever get over grief, but mm. you you go through emotions and you evolve and you change, you know, as each year goes by. Yeah, well, um, my, in in fact, um, subsequent to that, I I was actually speaking to my brother because uh, Karaba was uh, um, my brother's daughter. Yes. Yes. But um, my sister, uh, I just want to divert a little bit to say maybe we should have a moment of silence for uh, these young ladies who tried who died through femicide. Mm. Can I mention their names? I'm not going to mention. You know, um, I think it's Lindy Grimby, uh, Nonki Smart, Zodile Kumalo, Kensani Masako, uh, Karabo Mukwena, River Stenkamp. Um, and many, many more. Mm. And let um, their soul rest in peace. Um, we'll continue to fight and make sure that uh, we bring this uh, gender-based violence to an end one day. Mm. It will come to an end. Um, I know it's, it's, it's something that is growing, mm. but uh, the likes of Mama and the others, we... And every you day. as well with the work that yeah, you do. Yeah, we every day doing. fight. You know, nobody's paying us to do it, mm. but we do it because maybe it's because we are bearing the pain. Yes. We we know how it is to lose the loved one. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes I get criticized to say, no, you know, you want to make yourself famous. This yeah. on radio, television. I just I just keep quiet, mm. Mm. but. Um, if you think of Karabo, Karabo was more like my daughter because my son, Katlech and Karabo, actually, they were born on the same year. Mm, so they were the same understand? age. So mm. they were the same age. I used to take them to crash. I used to take them to school. Mm. You understand? So Karabo was more like my daughter. Mm. You understand? That's why 
when I heard that uh, she's missing, I'm the one who went to the social media and said, can you please help me to find my daughter? Mm. And that's why a lot of people were confused to yeah. see whether I'm, I'm the father or not. But um, I went all out and made sure that uh, <clears throat> even when um, the perpetrator was trying to be smart, I fought. I fought that he must be arrested. I fought that he, you know, I, I did my best to make sure that uh, uh, there was justice. Mm. Yes. Yes, you know, um, because of the pain. And once we have not felt the pain, you don't understand. Mm. But maybe let me go back to, uh, I, I know Karabo died 2017. Yes. I'm, yes. But in 2016, I started a program called the Boys to Men mentoring and career path and I went all over to look for sponsorships and everything and every door I knocked was closed they were saying no this is we're talking a girl child here you know and that's unfortunate yes. because we was trying it was like it was like it was like a vision and I was saying hey let's do this let's wake up we are busy raising um, young boys who are angry. Yeah. Young boys are angry. Yeah. You look, you go to schools, they carry guns, they do funny things, they smoke, they rape young girls. They are angry. Let's help. Them. Yes, they need help. Yeah. Okay. And some of them, they are raised with by I mean by single mothers, some of them they don't even know their fathers, so the anger comes from so many different things. But others is because of the influence they get. Mm, yeah, mm. so they you get, understand. Mm. Like uh, Mama said that if you are raised by um, a single mother. And the very same single mother is beating in front of you as a young man. What is it that they are doing to you? Mm. They are actually transforming you to be violent. Yes. They are changing your character. Mm. Okay? So, this whole idea of young boys uh, being angry, it is how they are raised. So, your organization, okay. you, were going to, you were going to take them in and... No. Um, I've got I've got 145 boys now. Mm -hmm. I started them in 2016. Oh, I raised funds. I managed to raise funds. And 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 what what program do you run for them? I I've got a program called the Boys to Men Career Path and and Mentoring. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we channel them. We I started with 45 boys mm -hmm. in 2016. Any age or, or no? They were they were at grade nine. nine. Okay, no, I, right. I started them at grade nine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now they're in metric. In fact, I actually gave 10 of them buzzeries because they are doing extremely well. When I started with some of the boys, but I took five boys from each province. Okay. And about yes. Ketaganjan, is it, do they have to apply? No, there's a criteria. Okay. There's All a right. criteria. You must be a boy raised without a father figure. Okay. You must be a boy who's doing well in, in medicine science. And obviously, um, you must be a boy that is well mannered. Obviously, issues of of, of manners is, is is here and there. But then, what we do during the day, we we have partnered with uh, UNISA and mm -hmm. the Swan University of Technology, 
And now we're sitting with about five, six, seven companies that are supporting us. Mm. You know, it's SAP, into IT tech, Coca-Cola, there, there are so many. Then during the day, what we do, we just um, take them into um, programs that uh, build their career path. Mm. But in the evening, because they come to Johannesburg for five days, we book them in the hotel for five days. Mm. So in the evening, we then invite influential men okay, to, to come, come and, and talk speak to, to them, them and motivate them. them. And some of them actually adopt them, mm-hmm. not 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 staying with them, but, yes, but just, to, just to yeah, make sure yeah. that when they don't have shoes, they buy them. Yeah. When they, when they need to talk to someone, they can yeah. WhatsApp and, mm. and all because we also have a WhatsApp group. In 2016, there were 45. Now with 2019, I've got 145. So I've got grade nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So the the the, the intake, they're actually graduating. That's amazing. They're going, they're, going, they're going to university next year. And let me tell you, some of them, when I um, actually brought them in, they were at 35% on meds. Wow. They're at 90, wow. 85. They are doing bad. Let me tell you, it was not an easy journey. Yeah. But this is, this is how a, you know, a person can make a difference at an individual level. Yeah. So every one of us can make a difference. Yes. But before we carry on, Mukwena, we have a caller, Jacob, who wants to comment on the topic of femicide that we're discussing tonight with Umama Inji Makwetla yeah. and Ndati Sepu Mukwena. Um, hi, Jacob, and welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Hi, Sanji. Hi, good evening. Uh, Cindy, how are you? I'm fine, thanks, Jacob. Thank you so much for holding. Yeah, all right. Look, um, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to, mine is going to be relevant with the topic of today, but I think it, it's associated in some way. I, I'm a father to a 16-year girl uh, that I'm raising together with a mother. We're staying together. My challenge is that uh, I think I've just committed a crime this morning because um, this girl, actually, my daughter, went missing in several occasions. I went there with the police. We located where she, she was. When we got there, we found that, uh, you know, she's uh, in a company of her boys and there were drugs involved, Daha and, and, and all sort of things. And I'm listening to this topic and say that look, I, 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 I fear for her life because I went there with the police. I could not actually manage to uh, open it because I wanted to initially open a case of statutory rape. But when I made a research, I found that the, you know, the consent age in South Africa is actually from the age 16. And my daughter is actually, she turned 16 on the 24th of January this year. Now, the police said to me that, look, you, we cannot take that case because uh, in any way, your daughter is here and she's confessing that uh, she's uh, the, 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 the sad boy is, is, is the boyfriend. And that was not the first incident. You know, I've been at school, I've taken her for counseling. I have done everything in my house as a father, you know. But this morning, uh, yesterday, last week she went again and we went to find her with, uh, you know, a police friend of mine. And unfortunately, again, I could not open a case because I wanted to open a case of kidnapping. I found her in a company of uh, two boys. I don't know whether she was then raped or what was happening. And then, you know, the, 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 the said boyfriend was part of, uh, you know, that gang. But unfortunately, my daughter protected her. I could not identify that boy. Now, what happened is that uh, because I could not actually uh, open a case based on what uh, the police, you know, the, the, their scope of work does not allow them. I mean, if uh, she's there and she, she's saying, this is my boyfriend, it's frustrating because uh, the police won't take that case. Okay. And I understand now, okay, so Jacob. Okay, so what I'll do. Okay, so what, I'll, what we'll do. I'll take. I'll take your number. I'll get your number from the producer, and um, we will get in touch with you and put you. I mean, I, I have. I have a 
And I know a lot of people that could probably assist you in your situation. So just yeah, just make sure we get um, Jacob's number. We have Utabiso calling us from Joburg. Um, hi, Tabiso, and welcome to Saipa Cindy. Okay, so we've lost Utabiso. Um, you can hear that with Jacob is is, is very distraught about what's going on. But but, but, but that in, you know, but I mean, obviously we need a, a proper social worker intervention yes. in that circumstance. Mm. Yes. But but I I hear about Jacob. All what he's saying is I, I, it's not we. Yeah. So we'll have what, to. We'll what have what to what about the the wife? Is he fighting this battle alone? Because you know sometimes, um, when I go around, you'd find that as a father, you are trying to resolve certain problems and issues about your daughter, but and then you'd find that you've got a third force, which is actually your wife. Who's going back to your daughter and say, no, you can go, man. You know, sometimes it does happen. So you see, I, I, I'm not too sure with, with him to say, is he fighting this battle alone? Or is he fighting the well, well, the relationship dynamics can be discussed later yes. on. But I yeah. mean, he, we still need to make sure that we intervene in some way. Mm. And, and at least yeah. Yeah, you know, but, get his but, daughter but, yeah. the help that she needs. Yes. Um, and so coming back to, to you, Ntate Mkwena, just on the issue of forgiveness. I mean, Mama Engie spoke about, spoke about the forgiveness, how she was able to forgive um, the man that, that murdered um, her sister. Um, how has how is your family um, walked the path of forgiveness, if at all, at this stage? Well, I cannot talk. Uh, I, I, I think um, my brother hasn't made that much peace with um, what happened because mm. if you still remember, the perpetrator was always saying horrible things about my brother, that uh, my brother was not the loving father and all that. And But yeah, maybe it's something that uh, we one day need to sit down and talk about that. But personally, I wouldn't forgive that young man until I meet him face to face. I want him to tell me why did you kill my daughter? What was in your mind? What was happening? You know, I just want an explanation. And you know, until I get that. And you feel that and and I feel it. But for now because I don't I, yes, I want I want the closure, but I can't find because I don't know what happened. Because mm-hmm. even when you went to court, there were so many stories, you know. And what hurt me most was even when the case was closed and finalized, he still said I did not kill Karabo. Mm. And and maybe his remorse will come after many years of being in prison. Yes. Um, you know, the same way that you know when when Utrecht finally ex- you know said that he's sorry. Asks for forgiveness, mm. and just because of the drugs and so on, maybe his his turning point will come yeah. after a few yeah. years in prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for now, you know, um, I, I I don't think I've made peace with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and more so, you see, lots and lots and lots of women are being killed every day. You know, every every day I get like three, four, five. WhatsApp messages. Mm. Can you, Uncle Tepo, you know, can you please come help? I sometimes go to the police. Uh, you'd find some of the perpetrators, they will, they will, they will get bail and some, they'll, you know, it's, it's, it's just a mess. I mean, you look at this uh, young man who shot the, the, the young girl who was given 2000 bail. You, mm. you shoot, you shoot the young girl at, in the morning, two o'clock, you've got bail. I mean, it means the life of a woman is cheap. I can shoot and call a lawyer and get away with it. 
Well, you know, we need to let the law take its course. I think, I mean, that's what I always say as a medical doctor, that yes, things may not always go the way we want them to go immediately, but the law must take its course. Mm. And and it's painful. It is it is very painful when something like that happens. Mm. Um, but we need to let, let the law take its course. Yes, I agree. But what I'm trying to say, as a, as a father mm. who's a police officer, somebody took out a gun and shot off an innocent lady, and you still let him go just like that i mean where's the conscience and and that's why a lot of people are saying we have ourselves to be blamed as men we we must forget about this issue of victims because i think women have said enough women have much women have done this is about time that perpetrators to must start talking to themselves well gender-based violence is, is, is a male issue doing? you know yeah yeah Yes, but, but remember, we most of the time we don't talk about perpetrators. Mm. It's only women who work. I mean, you look at, uh, it's, it's only women who are screaming for help and everything. But you can even now go on social media. I can tell you that you'll find very few uh, men who will phone. It's only women who will um, actually uh, phone and cry out and, 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 and tell the whole world that um, we are being raped, we have been mm. abused, you know, and all that. But, and, but and we are Mama Angie, what do you think is the cause of that? Mama Angie, what do you think is the cause for that? That it's, of it's the, uh, of the, they're not, there are not that many men that will come up and, and be fighting alongside us. And I think, I think we need a lot of advocacy. We need a lot of education. We need, you know, these, these, these dialogues. We need to, we need to talk. Hmm? We need to come together, talk about it, sensitize men to say beating up a woman is and you see, the, the criminal justice system also fails women. I don't know how many women will tell you that, oh, I went to the police to get a and they told order. me, go home and sort it out. Or the woman had a protection order and she still died with that protection order. The police also need to be educated. They are also men. Unfortunately, South Africa is so patriarchal the mm. men are the men own the women yeah mm? Mm. and also the other thing that we need to do especially in uh, that you, you, you are looking after boys the music that our yeah. children listen to. to if that. i can't have you nobody else can so i'm gonna kill you so that nobody can touch you so hold that thought, Mama Angie. And Dr. Mukwena will be back after this break on Kai FM 95.9. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting and emotional development. Sidebar, Sidebar with, Cindy. with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome back to Sidebot, Cindy, with me, Cindy Suefa and Sale. We're also streaming live. It is a Wednesday, so go to kaya.tv.co.za and um, watch us um, there. I'm joined in studio by Mama Njima Gwetla, who's written an amazing book, very sad book, um, Reliving Her Family's Pain. Um, it's called Femicide, and this is where she tells a story of how um, she lost her sister and her niece. Um, four years apart, um, they were both brutally murdered by by their by their partners and i'm also chatting to Ntate um, Tepo Mugwena, 
whose um, Garabo Mukwena's um, um, uncle, Garabo, um, passed away two years ago. She was also murdered by um, by her boyfriend. And femicide is real. Femicide is something that we're, we're grappling with in South Africa. And I think, as you said, Mama Angie, earlier on, 2019 has been particularly tough mm. um, um, in terms of of of, of women uh, um, being, you know, being murdered by 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 their partners, and also just gender based violence. I'm not sure if it's social media that has that has made us more aware. Mm. But t- 2019 feels as if it's been a lot yes. with regards to that. Mm. And and before we went to the break, um, Tatimukwena, we were talking about um, you, you mentioned your organisation and what and what it aims to do. And Mama Angie was speaking about young men and you know the influence in their lives and how we should be looking to change those influences in their lives. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think what what I was trying to touch um, on was the issue of how we men um, uh, discuss. The simple example that I made was that um, um, in most cases would always discuss how gorgeous is this woman. Uh, I want to sleep with this woman. You know, we 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 we, we never sit down and then. Uh, on saying, oh, what you saying about this young woman? This woman could be your daughter, or this woman, um, or something. You know, I made a, I made a, a simple example, Mama uh, to say, I went to a friend's place and we went for business, and then we saw this um, woman. I think it was the wife to our business partner, gorgeous, wearing sex the way she wants to wear i mean it's her house and everything she can dress how she, she wants she can dress how she wants you understand but i was stressed because when we jump into the car we're supposed to conclude the meeting and everything and my partner was now talking about how pretty and gorgeous in that woman and hell and his last statement as man i'm taller i don't and i said chief but how can you say such a thing to mm. a wife a of bank. a person that wants to give us business? Mm. So, basically, women we talk about we, we we talk about these things. You understand? And it's good to go to umkuzile. Yes, mm. it starts there with yes. you guys reprimanding each yes. other for yes. the way that you speak, the yes. behavior, the comments that you make. But we don't, we don't, we don't. I mean, it's like if I come to uh, uh, another guy and nitai umfazam uyangluopa whatever. Do you know the general norm is? I do. Here's a gun. I'm Why am I shy? Why am I shy? You understand? Mm. Yeah. yeah you, you get what I mean. I mean, that that is that is how we communicate. Yes. And, 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 and yes. It's, so that actually goes in, even into our younger boys mm. and, and, and all that. So we have this thing in our mind that if a woman uh, um, does, does, uh, gives you problems or you think she, he, she gives you problems, the solution is violence. Mm. You understand? Mshaye is the right weight between us. Mm. You don't find men sitting around saying, guys, can we stop this thing of beating um, women? Mm. I've tried so many times where I would call men and say guys can we stop can we stop talking about women can we stop about talking about issues of sex and this and that and you understand can we then start talking about 
how we can end gender-based violence. Mm. Let me tell you, none of them will actually talk. They'll either go to the toilet or avoid you. And you understand, maybe it's because of some of them are perpetrators. Yeah. You understand? Sure. But the only way we can actually end this thing is when we men talk amongst ourselves. Absolutely. About this thing. It but, has to start but with you guys But, but it's other. in reverse because when a man goes to another man about um, the problem he has with um, the girlfriend or the wife, the answer is how can we plan to move that woman? Or I can give you how you can mm-hmm. and all that you understand mm-hmm. so that's 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 patriarchy because maybe somehow we were raised that uh, you, you, you are an idiot and i think mama angie touches a lot on that in, in her book mm-hmm. um i think that theme comes through a lot. when you look at the relationships between um you know your niece and your sister and their partners there was a lot of that uh, taylor taylor was a very violent, was, very was, violent man. You know, in fact, Diana, he was right from the beginning. But I think also some of us, also as women, we find it shameful to speak out that I am being abused, or my child is being abused. I think that's how that's how we've been socialized. You know, like we say, don't don't hang your your dirty linen in public. In mm. 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 we need to we need to really deal with it. But you know, this task is huge. Mm. It is it's a huge not task, easy. but we have to start somewhere. It mm. is not mm. easy. And talking about men always wanting to talk about sex, we need to talk about sexuality. Sex is not the end of the world. Yeah. Okay, so let's just take a call from Utabiso. Um, hi, Tabiso. Um, welcome to Cyport, Cindy. Hello, Doctor. How are you? I'm calling yourself. Good, thanks. Thank you so much for, for holding and thank you for calling. Okay, okay. thanks for taking my call. Okay, Doctor Man, this thing said is a problem because of what happened. Sunday, as I was going to fill up my uh, petrol, then I was with my partner and daughter. Then. So mm. as I was crossing that, as I was crossing down the I could see there was a guy hitting a woman. Yeah? So, can you hear me? Yes, we can yeah. hear you, Tabiso. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I reversed the camera. But I was like, no, man, leave those people uh, alone. I'm like, what? Uh, I know I'm traveling with my daughter, and I don't want to expose her to, mm. to violence. Yeah. So, but... Uh, it would be bad if tomorrow, yeah, would he, that woman was has killed. been killed. Yes, exactly. Mm. Mm. So I took my car and then I, I stopped there. And then I said to the airman, yeah, "What are you doing, guys? What are you guys doing?" Mm. Yes, as that lady, you could see it was going. I freed her. She was like, hey, "This guy, he, he every time he was busy chatting with a psychic and what, 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 what." And then I'm like, and then I. I Okay, what's happening? Why, why are you hitting me? No, this is the one Joella, one Joella. Mm. I mean, it's her body. <laughs> why can't you understand? It's her body. And if you don't know, your relationship is not uh, going anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Sure, sure. Oh, that's what I said. Okay, but anyway, I can stop. Uh, 
Okay, thank you so much for yeah. that call, Tabiso. Mama Angie, yeah. comments on what Tabiso was sharing with us. Yeah, you know, stopping the violence then. I, I was, as he was talking, I was imagining what happened then mm. when they went home. Because I, I don't think it's much that this poor man could have done. Well, and you, and you worry about your life as well. And you can't take the girl and say, come, I'm taking you to the police. Mm. You know, it's, 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 you know, we need task teams. We need you as doctors, psychologists, social workers, even religious leaders. Mm. We need to come together. We need to, de- this thing, as I said, is not easy. It's not going to end now. No. But we cannot continue reading, hearing about these cases of femicide. It has got to stop somewhere. But it will stop through our own actions. Yeah, mom, mom, you know, Mam Inji, when uh, as this guy was talking about the, mm. your, your Jola 99 and all that, um, um, you know, sometimes you, you, you must look at what you have done as a man, you know, so that you can correct yourself because you can't keep correcting other people. You know, um, um, even those things that, you know, uh, uh, what men say when they're together. Mm. I'm not trying to be an angel. I've done them. And, and, and that's how I know about them. And it's good to admit that. And it's good yes. that I've admitted that yeah, I've yes. done them and I can change. But let me tell you, there's another scenario that, you know, it's something that I, I thought about um, six months ago. Mm. And it's happening that... When I was a young man, I, I actually bought a car at a very early stage, okay? And I was dating this young girl. And the father didn't want this young girl to go. Every time I'll find the father at the gate, I'm mm. But you know who used to make a plan, which I must take out the young girl over the weekend? Just the mother. Mm. Because then the, the, the girl will go to the auntie, and I would know the address, your auntie. Mlanda and Ngomlanda go auntie. Mm. Do whatever I want to do over the weekend. Sunday, Mshiaga mm. auntie. Then the father will know that Mtuana um, Begago auntie. But the discussion between me and the young girl, you know what was it? It was the father. Because I was young. And I wanted this girl. And the father was saying no. And by he then I didn't have a child. I didn't know. Now, now it's, those things they are mm. coming back to me because I've got a daughter. Mm. What a beautiful 14-year-old daughter. Those things are coming back to me to say, you, mm. Rea Baba was trying to protect. His daughter. Uh, his daughter. Yes. You understand? And now I was a young man hating another man who's trying to protect mm, it's always very interesting on in this realization yeah, you understand men who only after yes. they've had they daughters have. you must i think that awakening yes. must come even before yes. but, kids but okay you, you know yeah, at least we're but, here mm. yeah. you know? but you know what i then start realizing guti actually the mother was giving away the the 
the daughter mm. to me because clearly ben kalangtelela ubaba you understand because mm. i know the baba was now an enemy to me but the mother was plan? now making a plan because uh -huh. then what if being silent somewhere somehow what if he had killed her or what if i've killed her so how were they going to report it means the mother and the aunt were going to protect me because the secret was going to be out yeah or what if being shy with bruises then they would have changed the story mm. you understand so somewhere along the line um you know um as uh abo mama maybe you must start working hand in glove with the father yes the father might be unemployed and everything mm. and sometimes you know the issue of hunger mm. is the biggest challenge because if the father is unemployed and there's no food in the house such things will come you understand it pains me i cry because listen i used to work for a for a a, a big company I was earning good money and every time yes when i drop at the aunt say hey mm. she has something yeah she has something mm. and then mm. we're kaya mm. but then it means the poor father would enjoy a meal without knowing where the money comes mm. from oh mama angie he's touched on something that Paint i me. think we'd have a we should have a say, completely different show about that you understand and 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 i keep on saying with you should anything happen to me where i mean i mean i'm divorced now i'm a single father to say that if one day i should lose my job or all what i'm doing and my daughter will be vulnerable and my daughter will play such to me mm -hmm. and whereby my daughter will come and say that i brought you some food and that food came in that way mm. because sometimes what goes around comes around mm. but i pray to the almighty that such must not happen and that's what i preach to abo mama to say don't sell your daughter mm. cheap rather share that pup and milk mm. rather than selling because immediately you sell your daughter that man will never respect you mm. as a mother will never respect the father you will you won't even respect the very the, the very young girl yeah. the way attending a corner because yes. you have actually given away to this man because maybe he can bring chicken in the house mm. yeah but we'll have to definitely have another show I yeah. think we'll have to have another show. Maybe a show with you, Daddy Mukwen, and a few guys. Mm. Another show with Mama Angie and some ladies mm. and discuss this again because we are running out of time. So, Mama Angie, before we close, um, you know, I know that you, 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 at the end of the book, you, you, you wrote a prayer for us. And um, it was very special. It really touched my heart. So, I was going to ask if you can just please read that out to okay. us before we close the show. Okay. I start off by saying, because I was brought up in a Christian home, and when all else fails, prayer is my refuge. I firmly believe that my mother, Eleanor, was protected by God from seeing all the pain that I've written about in this book. I have this just thus chosen consciously to close this book with a prayer for an end to domestic violence. In one of my many prayer books, I came across the following prayer. Dear God, when I think of family, I think of a mother, father, and children 
all living together and sharing mutual love, concern and kindness. For some, however, family life is filled with pain, anger and fear. The harsh reality of physical, verbal and emotional abuse that is present in many families is a problem that must not be ignored. Father, guide all people so they do not resort to abuse of any kind in their relationships. Give those who have difficulty coping with their responsibilities the wisdom and the courage to recognize their problems and, when needed, to seek counseling. I ask you also to protect the children raised in abusive families from continuing the harmful cycle of abuse as they mature and become parents themselves. Amen. Thank you so much, Mama Njima Gwetla. Thank you so much, Ndati Tepumugwena. We shall have you back on the show. I'll be back tomorrow evening on Cyborg Cindy at 7 p.m. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.